0: I'm ugly. You're ugly, and what? Square. No. Proud. I'm ugly, and I'm proud. Good. Say it louder. I'm ugly, and I'm proud. Louder. I'm ugly, and I'm proud. Louder. I. Listen, we all have insecurities. Don't deny it. We all have at least one thing about us that we wish we could change or make sure that no one else will notice. Do you wear long sleeves and pants every day, even on hot days, because you don't want anyone looking at your arms or legs? Do you avoid speaking in public because you think everyone's judging the sound of your voice? Fellas, do you avoid dating women who are taller than you? Do you wear your face mask everywhere you go, not because you respect the mandate, but because deep down you feel more comfortable covering up 70% of your face? If you could relate to any of these, then guess what? You're not the only one. Every day we're exposed to different types of beautiful people, whether if it's on TV or on our phones. Instagram is filled with people who fit our standards of beauty, whether it's male or female. And if you don't believe me, then just click on that Explorer page. To break this down and make it make a little bit more sense, I'm gonna separate two groups, men and women. Let's start with the men. With men, we don't really deal with too much physical insecurities, you know what I'm saying? I mean, unless if you grew up skinny your whole life or if you grew up super overweight, those things may keep you from being your full self and being confident, but deep down, we all have the same insecurity and that has to do with our financials. No matter how buff, no matter how ripped, no matter how in shape we get, nobody likes a broke man. I've seen beautiful women, I've seen models date all types of men of all different body sizes. Short, tall, skinny, fat, whatever it is, you name it. And as young men growing up in society, we're always taught to really hustle and go after the money. And we're taught this because this is really where our value lies in society. If we're broke, then the whole world sees us as broke. And then we get treated as broke. And nobody wants to date us. Nobody would even wanna hang out with us. As we get older, more specifically past 25, it gets to a point where it's like, all right, you can't be living with your mom no more. You can't be asking for rides anymore. You can't be doing all these you know, things that you used to do when you were a teenager. Because society looks at you as like, yo, He's still, living with his, he's still living with his mama. He's still passenger side trying to holler at me like, oh, this is a scrub. Yeah, you could thank TLC for that. Anytime that you look on Instagram, you look on TV, you look on any type of website or television, you're going to see the men who are getting the most value, the men who are getting all the girls, the men who are getting all the attention are men with money. Mostly athletes, rappers, celebrities. It doesn't matter if you're a top A-list actor or just an extra on some TV show. It doesn't matter if you're an all-star athlete or the fourth man coming off the bench. It doesn't matter if you are the best rapper out or just some regular basic underground rapper. If you got money, status, and power, people are going to flock to you. People are going to gravitate towards you. People are going to be attracted to you. They're going to want to be around you more. They're going to want to hang out with you more. Women are going to be more attracted to you. They want to be with you because they want someone who could facilitate a dream. They want somebody who could facilitate a household and keep a family together and be a provider. Hey, I know some of y'all just got pissed off when I said that, but don't shoot the messenger. I'm just telling you what society has been telling me. Don't shoot the messenger. Now, of course, you do get those people who believe money isn't everything, and you do eventually find those women who say things like, oh, I don't care if he has money or not. I just care if he's a good person. I just care if he is nice to me, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, that's all nice until you run into someone who is also nice, but they have money, too. Which one are you going to choose? Exactly. Now, let's talk about the women. Now, just from what I've experienced, just from what I've seen from my mother, my grandmother, my sisters, my cousins, female cousins to be specific, my exes, and my female friends. What I've noticed is that a lot of them do have insecurities and put so much attention on their looks, not so much financial. To be real with you, a guy could care less if you how much money you're making. A lot of times we just care about how you look. So with society constantly beating that into our young woman, they grow up thinking, hey, I need to look good. I need to, et cetera, et cetera. My appearance is almost everything. That first impression is going to be the most important. So then as these women grow up and they start getting more involved on social medias like Facebook, Instagram, TikToks, all these, et cetera, et cetera. They're really thriving in these areas because all they got to do is post pictures. So, boom, you take a girl who knows how to do makeup, knows how to edit photos, knows how to do filters, know how to et cetera, et cetera, and probably has a nice body. She is going to get more followers than a guy who does probably the same thing. Why? Because social media is geared towards people who look good, not people who just keep flexing their money. Even though that does get you some likes, that gets you attention, et cetera, et cetera. We're mostly going to be gravitated towards people who look good. And that's where women normally thrive. Hey, once again, don't shoot the messenger. I'm not telling you how it should be. I'm telling you how it is. Growing up, I've always seen women put such an effort into how they look, whether it's having 10 plus shampoos and conditioners and stylings for their hair or a bunch of makeup, a bunch of facial washes and body scrubs, whatever it is. And then when it comes to like my dad, my male cousins or uncles or brothers, just got a bar of soap in a rag. Because in most societies, no one really cares what the man looks like. They put more of an emphasis on woman when it comes to looks. That's why we see not only in American society, but in other different cultures too, we would see an older man dating a younger woman. Why? Because they want someone who's gonna look good for as long as they're gonna be alive. I've looked at over 20 different YouTube videos titled things men are insecure about the top answer that comes up in every video next to penis size is their hair, be it their hairline, their fade, facial hair, anything, just anything that has to do with their hair. And I'm willing to bet that a good 30% of every man's paycheck goes towards their hair products and barbershops. How do I know this? Because I'm one of those people. All right, I'm gonna speak on this just very briefly. I... Believe that when it comes to hair, height, and physique, these are the only things that men care about when it comes to physicality. The reason why is because it gives off this feeling, it gives off this status that we are alpha males. If you see a man who has, you know, nice, clean haircut, facial hair, you know, full beard that's like nicely trimmed whether if he's over six feet tall, you know, just buffed out, whatever it may be, he gives off this aura, he gives off this feeling, he gives off this status that he's high level. He gives off this status that he is high value. He gives off this status that he's closing deals, he's out here making moves. He could be the brokest guy in his apartment complex, but if he's walking out tall, buffed out, facial hair looking nice, he's gonna get a lot of women attracted to him. He's gonna get a lot of people talking to him. He's gonna gain a lot of attraction because he looks like he has his financials in check. If this ideal man that I just described to you posts a picture on Instagram, women are gonna be attracted to him mostly because he looks like he's of high status and of course, because they're probably attracted to him. And a lot of guys are gonna wonder, what does he do? Everybody's gonna wonder what he does. To say if a woman posts something similar, like she's looking good, etc., etc., whatever it may be, not a lot of guys are going to ask, what does she do for a living? For many of us, insecurities didn't arise in us until we either got social media or someone pointed out something about us that we didn't really think much of before. That's right, if you've experienced being roasted or bullied before of any sorts, chances are you've developed an insecurity that you've either tried to cover up, get rid of, or, my favorite, accepted it. See, when it comes to insecurities, the number one solution is to learn how to accept it. There are TV shows and Instagram pages filled with people with all types of surgeries and implants because they didn't like what they were blessed with, so they made the decision to cover it up or get rid of that insecurity. Who y'all talking to, man? Growing up, I didn't really have any insecurities. You know, I was very comfortable with my skin tone. I was comfortable with my height. I was comfortable with my afro that I had as a kid. I was even, you know, opposed to popular belief. I was comfortable with my weight size. I wasn't, you know, too hung up on the fact that I was skinny. I grew up a skinny kid. But the kids who were getting the butt of the jokes were the kids who grew up overweight, the kids who grew up bald. Like, they were getting most of the jokes. So it was like... I didn't really have any insecurities growing up. Even once I got into high school, kids tried to make fun of my way. They tried to the say anything. They had all the skinny jokes coming at me. They had all the jokes about my hairline. They had all the jokes about the shape of my head, the, how small my ears were. But to be 100% honest with you, I didn't really care because it's like, I didn't really ca- like. I didn't care about it as a kid. I didn't get any jokes about it as a kid. So it's like, it didn't really affect me as I got older. So, I just grew up through life, you know, just, I, you know, I accepted myself. But, there is one thing I will be 100% honest with you guys about that I was insecure about as an adolescence and did not lose this insecurity until I turned 16. And that insecurity is my teeth. Growing up, I did not have the best-looking smile. I did not have good-looking teeth at all. My teeth were crooked. Like, the best way I could describe it is, like, my two front-top teeth were, like, encaved in, in, so they were pointing inwards. And then I had an underbite, too, so my lower jaw was going forward. And then my lower-bottom teeth were all spaced out. And then my back teeth were—it was, it was horrific. It was terrifying. I did not like smiling in any of my school photos. I didn't like smiling in my photos with my friends or family members. Literally every picture that I've taken for the first 15 years of my life, I'm smiling with just lips. No teeth, no open mouth smile. I didn't even like laughing around people because I didn't want them to see my teeth. I avoided talking to people as much as possible as a kid because I just, (laughs) I didn't want them to see my teeth, y'all. Like. I was so insecure about how my teeth looked, I just was, I did not like it. So then fast forward throughout time and I'm 12 years old now and I finally get my braces. I remember I was so excited to get my braces. I remember we went to the dentist and he said, hey, before you get braces, you gotta get rid of those baby teeth. I went home and I swear I pulled out like at least three or the rest of my baby teeth. And I just couldn't wait to like, my adult teeth to grow in and then fully get braces so boom go back to the dentist i get my braces put on and i'm excited i'm like yo i'm finally gonna have straight teeth it's gonna, is like it's gonna change everything but i had to wait like two and a half years for this so i'm still dealing with this insecurity of my teeth but now i got braces and brackets on them too so i'm still hiding my teeth i'm still insecure about it i'm Avoiding smiling in photos, and then fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. I'm now 16 years old. I'm in high school, and my mom tells me, "Hey, this is our last appointment. After this, you get your braces off." And I'm like, "What? I'm getting my braces off?" I was so excited that would. I still remember it to this day. Like I'm, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it right now. Got up went to my mom's car. We drove all the way to Oakland, went to the orthodontist. And he, by the way, was, I got to give him a shout out. His name is Dr. Carrington over in Oakland. I don't know if he's still there, but he was the best dentist, best orthodontist, best just human being that I've met in my lifetime. And he just made his job look so, it looks so fun. It looks so rewarding just seeing people come in and leave with these beautiful smiles. So anyways, I walk into his office for the final time and he takes off the braces and then he tells me, "Okay, go, you know, brush your teeth at the sink." Now, when I go to the sink area, there's this big mirror to where like you could, you know, you could obviously you could see yourself in the mirror. And I remember I smiled in that mirror for the first time without my braces, and I was just so overwhelmed with how straight they looked and also they low-key looked big, too but they just looked so straight. And I was just like, yo, I finally got straight teeth, guys. I know it sounds dramatic, but this moment changed my life forever. After this happened to me, I went home. I had the most positive attitude. I had the most positive outlook on life. I was smiling at everything, at any and everything. I was the happiest kid walking around. It could be, I could get some bad news. Hey, We could have been, you know, a bomb could have been headed our way that exact day. I would have still just been smiling just all the way through. And that's just because, like, I finally got this weight off my back. I got this insecurity off of me. It was off my mind and after this happened i realized how much of a positive impact that it had on my life i was like "Hmm, maybe there's other people out there who feel the same thing maybe there's other people who had this same who have this same insecurity and they're trying to break from it and then that's when i started looking more into the field of dentistry that's when i started looking more into like how many years is it going to take how much do they pay Etc. Etc. what is the difference between a dentist and an orthodontist, oral surgeon? All these different things. I got fully into dentistry, and then after that, ever since I was 17 years old, I decided I want to be a dentist. Our final word for this episode is A. Insecurities are a natural part of life. As long as we have television and social media, we will always have someone who we compare ourselves to. Whether it is someone who you look up to, someone who society deems as attractive, or characteristics that you'd like to implement yourself, we're always gonna have something to compare ourselves to. But let me remind you of something. That thing that you wish no one notices about you is the same thing that makes you special. And the more and more that you try to hide it, the more you're doing yourself a disservice. See, you want to change things about yourself because you think that it'll make you look normal, right? But let me tell you something, normal is so out of style. I promise you will get nothing out of trying to be like the average when you were meant to stand out. Embrace your insecurity because it is what makes you you and every part of you is beautiful.